0: Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, and joining me as always is Tim. Hello, hello. (laughs) That was actually not that bad. Honestly, your intros (laughs) recently have been so terrible that that was a step up. Uh, So this is our horror movie podcast. We talk about horror films every week we get together, we've watched a movie, we talk about it. And this episode is actually one of our Patreon vote winners. Uh, it's actually, this was meant originally meant to be an October episode, but because there's some paternity leave coming up, mm-hmm. things got moved around a little bit. Uh, but regardless, we're here today to talk about Black mm-hmm. Sunday, aka The Mask of Satan, aka a bunch of other titles, because it's one of those movies that have got like 10 titles, but those are the two mm-hmm. main ones that people know it by. Uh, the Mario Bava film, it was a 1960s themed vote, and this was the winner. So mm-hmm. I guess the first thing I should, have to, I should ask before we uh, go any further with this is, which
1: cut of this did you watch? Uh, oh, um, I don't know. I watched it on Tubi, so whatever <laughs> version on Tubi was. Uh, did the title say Black Sunday? Uh, I actually, no. I, I think it said Mask of Satan. All right, and was it about 87 minutes, or? Yes. Well, okay, so you you watched yeah. the, the original
0: Mask of Satan cut then. Uh, okay. <laughs> because Black Sunday is the shorter American cut that came out, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, it does remove some of the violence, I think, or at least some of the, the more gratuitous moments, so, uh, mm-hmm. naturally. Because I actually forgot there was more than one cut. I, I put in, because I've got the Blu-ray for this, I put the Blu-ray in. I got to the menu and it was like, hey, which
1: cut do you want? I was like, oh shit, I don't mm-hmm. know. And I, I, I I had is, to quickly Google, I was like, oh, what, what do I watch? What's the best one? Is, is the, wait, is the other cut, is it about like a minute 15? A minute 15? Mm-hmm. Oh, or not, not a minute, an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes. I think it's an hour and nineteen. The... Okay, maybe, maybe that was the one I watched because I do remember it being kind of short. Um hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. Geez, I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I mean, I am pretty sure that I did think the, um, the title was different when it came up because that did stand out to me, and I was like, oh yeah, that's one of those movies that it's called something else. and... Yeah, so, better anyway, either way, Black Sunday, The Mask
0: of Satan, whatever title we're going with, uh, that's what we're going to talk about. We'll start spoiler-free, of course,
1: we'll give you a warning before we go to the spoilers, and here we go. Uh, have you seen this before, Tim? You know what, uh, it's funny, I thought that I did, um, but then uh, I quickly realized that, oh, I, I think I was thinking of uh, Black Sabbath, mm. um, which uh, which I have seen, but uh, no, I've I, never seen this one before. Uh, i had but it had been a long time like i, I have mm. the blu-ray but i didn't see it on blu-ray
0: like i've never watched my blu-ray copy yet. i watched <laughs> it on the old anchor bay dvd Bava box set from a long time Ooh, ago
1: okay
0: yeah a long long time ago uh so i'd, I'd basically forgotten a lot of i remembered a couple mm. of key visuals but other than that like it kind of faded in my mind yeah uh,
1: so. honestly i don't think i've seen that many bava um you know i'm an argento guy mm-hmm. uh a so- Seen plenty of him. Seen you know decent amount of Fulci. Um, but yeah, uh, Bava. I don't think I've seen a ton of.
0: Interesting. Uh, maybe we'll have to have a, a Bava. Mm. Uh, there's no one speaking. B. Goddammit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, B- a Bava buffet. There we go. <laughs> sure. Love we'll <have> a Bava <laughs> buffet. Uh, so. The, the basic gist of it is that uh, a woman uh, who is condemned as a witch two hundred years ago is is burned at the stake, but there's a you know a curse you know she's got this mask of Satan is placed on her, and two hundred years later, which is not present day, it's still set in the past. Even at this point, it's still you know, you know carts and horses and all sorts, and yeah. she's basically trying to come back and it does so through kind of making someone a vampire like is she herself a vampire i'm not entirely sure but we'll get in, we'll get into that <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it, it, this does pop up in some like best of vampire lists and I, I, every time i see it i'm like was this a vampire movie i can't remember and then i watched it again and i'm like kind of like oh i guess it kind of is
1: yeah it's a. Uh, it's very tough to say it's i, I wouldn't necessarily call it uh vampire movie although it does seem to take like from vampire lore a little Mm -hmm. bit um but i mean i i I wouldn't i guess i wouldn't argue too hard against it yeah (laughs) so yeah mario bava i think this is the first bava
0: movie we have reviewed which is uh Mm. kind of insane we haven't done a whole lot of argento or bava or even even filthy i think we've done one or two but not a lot
1: Mm. With, uh, I mean, what do we what do we have against the italians i don't know That's I a don't question know. people ask
0: uh we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to do some sort of italian season or something and <laughs> fire through yeah. some italian movies <laughs> um but yeah so i guess i'll ask the uh the question uh what did you think of black sunday aka the
1: mask of Sin? uh i i liked it for the most part um i would be lying if i said uh there weren't parts um that i thought dragged a little bit even though it is you know a pretty short movie um there were definitely times that i would maybe start to feel like uh you know my mind wandering a a little bit but i think the thing that always kind of you know brings you back though is just how visually striking the movie is uh because this i think this is absolutely a you know, beautiful movie. Like, you know, it's it's in black and white, and it has this very like dark gothic feel. So like, you know, all of these scenes like with these like kind of tortured devices, like with these spike masks, or you know, like w- when they're in like you know tombs and crypts, and like um, yeah, it kind of has this yeah you know like very like kind of dark gothic feel. Like, um, it, I think that's always like is very you know entertaining and. You know visually pleasing uh to look at so um yeah i i would say overall i, I liked it yeah i mean i have to just
0: kind of echo the sentiment there that I, I like the movie uh the plot's kind of just fine and it feels like it could be yeah. the plot of any you know like hammer movie or even cl- any classical horror movie that came out before then what yeah. separates it is was a couple of moments of actual like violence with blood which you know, typically older films with these types of plot wouldn't have because they were a bit more tame but then the main thing is just how gorgeous the film is. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, like that ear- those early scenes when they're first in kind of the crypt that uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the witch's body's in, and they're just walking slowly towards and the camera's going past the pillars and the cobwebs mm-hmm. and all that. It just looks stunning. And I, d- I do think, you know, obviously being black and white maybe helps some sets that otherwise might not look that great. You know, yeah. p- possibly these sets wouldn't look as impressive in color. But mm-hmm. it is notable that this movie looks much better than, say you know like the original dracula for example and i i love you know the the original dracula but this movie is stunning to look at the direction is what really sets it apart you know the the characters in the story are just kind of whatever if anything it's a bit i wouldn't say complicated but it's a bit overly back and forth when it should be maybe simpler um but the the technical qualities are stunning it plays with like darkness and shadows (laughs) mm-hmm Again, a way that I don't think you saw as much before, even in all the old black-and-white movies. Obviously, there's some big examples, but even the old horror movies, I feel like don't use them in the way that this movie does, where there'll oh, be totally. scenes where someone's just lying in a coffin or there's,
1: like, a face in the darkness, and it just it has this eerie look to it. Um, and and like you said, like, um, it, it's not like, especially by today's standards, it's not like the movie is super gory or anything, but just the fact that, like, Oh, there is some actual like, you know, like gore and violence and stuff in it. I feel like that's something that you never ever see like in in these older movies. So even like the little bit that's there is kind of like very surprising and jarring. Yeah, just just seeing <clears throat> to see. just
0: seeing blood of any kind, because yeah. it, because it, again the plot feels like it could be from the, the 30s or 40s, and <laughs> it was, it's worth mentioning this is 1960. This came out the same year as Psycho, and Psycho obviously was pushing boundaries oh, yeah. in in other ways but this definitely feels like it's doing a classic hollywood style horror movie but it's an italian film so they're getting away with doing other things that hollywood wouldn't yeah. let them do uh and that's kind of exciting it's kind of fun because of that uh, it's I mean, mixing matching like, almost different eras in one
1: yeah and like you said like uh yeah they had to heavily edit it and then uh like was it banned from like some places for a time it was banned in the uk until 1968 so not that long mm-hmm. relatively speaking but so it wasn't like a video nasty
0: no no that came because no. because there was no video okay. shit <laughs> oh, that's true yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no video nasty <laughs> clearly yeah the movie's clearly actually even tamed by the 80s standards cause, because because yeah, you know, yeah. time's moved on but <laughs> it's definitely a little bit ahead of its time in terms of what the u.s system was doing although again cycle was starting to push things forward i mean it was, you know fast forward another decade or so and you've got texas chainsaw so things are obviously going to change yeah. very soon but it's kind of fascinating in place in history and bava himself would go on to do you know movies that essentially would inspire slasher films and stuff like that mm. so uh it's interesting looking at his uh filmography and seeing kind of this more slow-paced thriller that he did i mean i i like bava a lot but this is definitely and i think this is definitely one of his strong films but not his strongest there's definitely a few other ones that i like more than this uh, which but well, I'm sure we'll get to it at some point.
1: So I'll look up like what he did. See if I've actually seen. Uh, the girl who knew too Was much. The... Black
0: Sabbath. Uh, yeah, so Black Sabbath. Of, of... Yeah, I yeah, Bay of Bloods that. one. Uh, the Blood and Black I... Lace. I think's another one. Uh, yeah, bunch a lot of fun- stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks like a yeah. A lot of stuff like obviously I've heard of, but yeah, not not much I've i actually have seen so yeah i have to go ahead and correct that yeah yeah you know i, I guess I, danger diablique is probably the big one
0: uh that's not a horror movie though i don't think that's yeah you know, you <coughs> know but much like filtrey did a lot of other stuff like filtrey's got a movie called robot jocks which is kind of like a precursor to <laughs> pacific rim that was made yeah. in like 1991 which i like want to see wow. but-
1: every fiber of my being. <laughs> uh, Planet of the Vampires, I've really wanted to see for a while. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: So, you know, he, oh. obviously he's one of those big Italian directors. you're We kind of, we talk about and, uh Argento mm-hmm. and he's kind of, the, the you know, mm-hmm. we we're, were joking and another thing we recorded today about the Triforce of modern horror. I think it was the news. <laughs> uh, and those yeah. three are legitimately the Triforce of Italian direct, you know, horror directors of, of, the, of the era, of the 60s through to the, the,
1: 80s more or less oh sure yeah. yeah so and i guess the uh the ganon uh aka like the bad guy opposing him would be uh the director of uh troll 2
0: <laughs> i would have maybe said bruno matai but yeah okay i can see what you're saying i can see what you're saying
1: <laughs> i think claudio
0: something <laughs> claudio fergazio or something like that. Yeah. maybe i am just saying some I... generically italian sounding but yeah
1: yeah <laughs> But I, I just think, it, I always think of him because uh, I, I think he, I I want to say he took over like one of the zombie movies that, is it maybe like, like zombie like 4 or 5 or something maybe like was mm. one of the last things Fulci was doing and then I think he might have taken over, I, I could be wrong about that. but
0: Yeah, Fulci did obviously <laughs> zombie 2, but he also did zombie 3. Uh, yeah. I don't know how involved he was with 4, so maybe 4 is the one you're talking about, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> hmm. What a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Start... not, oh, yeah. not that everything Filcher made was gold because it wasn't. You know, they, they sure. had ups and downs. Like Bava had ups and downs or Gento I think has ups and downs. Oh, uh, big
1: time. <laughs> but, you I know, love Argento but woo, some of those movies...
0: And... Yeah, Argento and Wes Craven have a lot in common. They both have their big ups and downs. Yeah, actually, Because you know? yeah. Craven has some stinkers in his <coughs> at his repertoire.
1: <laughs> oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, he's talking about a mixed bag. Like he has made some of my favorite movies and some of my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, this. I, I wonder because
0: he doesn't strike me as someone who phones it in, which makes me think, like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what about this? This, you know, what about Vampire in Brooklyn? Was he seriously thinking was a <laughs> good when he was making it? Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. But, um. So yeah, I mean, we'll obviously get into the plot properly in a minute. Um, I I am a little concerned. This may be actually a shorter <laughs> episode of this show because I feel like the plot's so by the numbers mm. and the characters are so by the numbers that the what makes this movie stand out is the visuals. And there's only so much we can mm. really do and talk about <laughs> when it comes to the visuals. Sure. Uh, really outside of maybe mm. pointing out a couple of key shots, and I've already mentioned a couple of them. Mm. So. Yeah,
1: so don't be surprised so if it's a shot. And, one and go out and watch it you heathens go <laughs> we'll be cultured yeah so, like uh, I said it's on Tubi for free <laughs> it is yeah it's on Tubi or if
0: you have the arrow blurry like I do you can enjoy mm-hmm. it in style has both cuts has extras no? okay I tried I tried. Uh, I'll take this time <laughs> to thank our Patreon producers at the time of recording, so thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palisades, David Short Board Now, Al Treisman, Christopher Moy Brett Williams and David Brown they are all $20 or more on patreon.com slash TV. but you can of course go over there and support us for as little as $1 per month and get a bonus episode of streams every month, although admittedly not right now because Tim's about to go on paternity leave, but usually you get a bonus episode every month, there's a back catalogue of like 27, 28 movies you can go check out yeah. uh, and there's bonuses from other shows Uh, And of course, if you want to support us for free, you can hit the like button, and that helps us out a lot by, you know, the YouTube algorithm taking that information and spitting us out to more people, and that is a huge help always, so thank you very much to everyone who supports us in any and every way, Uh, so thank you all. Okay, do you have something else to add there, Tim? I thought you were going to say something. Yeehaw. That's not what I was expecting, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about this movie made you go Cowboy. Madman. So yeah, I love the opening scene of this movie. I don't know about you. So full spoilers. Full
1: spoilers by the way, we're in full spoilers. Uh well yeah, I mean uh I most of the movie I I feel this way, but I mean especially like this opening scene, like to me, it kind of like feels like I'm reading a Hellboy comic. Like just the like because you know especially like the bignola stuff which is like very ink heavy there's lots of like blacks and shadows and and yeah like you were saying before yes like black and white movie and it really plays like with like the darkness and the lights and um you know that mixed with like again this kind of you know like it's not like that far ago but it does have like a very medieval kind of feel to it um that it just reminds me of like that gothic kind of torture and supernatural, witchy kind of stuff that is in a, a lot of things I like, like Hellboy. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I, just, I like it because you have, you have this narration kind of explaining loosely mm-hmm. what's going on and we've got this woman being like, you know, burned at <laughs> the stake, but before they do it though, they put this mask that has spikes on the inside in front of her face and then this big, you know, executioner comes with a hammer, mm-hmm. a big mallet, and Ooh. just hits it into her face and you know you see it go you know you don't see it, obviously because it's covered in her face but you see it, it look like it goes into her face and then you just see blood mm. pouring out the eye holes and down the, the side and it's like it actually feels really brutal is it i think it's the most brutal moment in the whole movie like th- this opening yeah, has totally. this this really <laughs> violent like death of this person um mm. and one thing that's is interesting is it doesn't do anything where it like reveals that she was like innocent and they they burned her a witch, as a witch so mm. it's like a revenge thing no, I mean, mm. the movie kind of plays it as, no, she had a pact with Satan and, like... Hell yeah. You know, she she is evil and she's going to come back and try and do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we jump to 100 years later and our, two of our main characters are, are a doctor and his like, an apprentice. And they're riding <laughs> and they have to, like, pay off the coachman, like, extra. Because <clears 'cause throat> they're going to be late and they want to get to this inn so that they can get to their, their, their meeting in, I think it's Moscow, like, the next day or something. Mm. And... He has to pay him off because the 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 coachman won't drive through like the the, the shortcut in the woods because he's scared, and the guy's like, What well, are you really scared of the witch?" It's like so clearly there's like a story, there's like a myth, you know, there's a myth of like the the witch in the woods and mm-hmm. all the rest. But they end up breaking down and uh, they they go and they wander in the crypt because they're curious and they and all that stuff is wonderful. But some of my favorite stuff here is just the slow build of them finding what they're finding in this crypt and seeing yeah. the the skeleton of the of the women and obviously they start touching things and reading things which is never a good i mean i know evil dead's <laughs> not come out yet but don't read things you find in spooky crypts
1: yeah especially not allowed like that's the like uh, keep it in your head
0: yeah uh the key thing here though is that the yeah uh, the main doctor like gets a cut in his hand and we see the blood drip onto the skeleton which presumably <laughs> is what starts the, the 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 coming of her as
1: yeah cuz he there's like this bat flying around uh their heads that they he ends up smashing which mm. kind of yeah g- gives way to the skeleton or, or the corpse of the witch um and, and again like it all looks like yeah like really good like even the you know like the rubber bats that we see all the time which are usually like generally pretty cheesy but like even here like i think it had like it looked pretty good it had some charm to it
0: mm, yeah uh but they move on they can go further but when they come outside they meet I actually got confused here, because it's the same actress, obviously playing the role as the witch, and they mm-hmm. meet this show, and I thought this was just the, immediately the ghost of the witch that like risen, uh, but it's actually not. It's the princess who lives nearby. Um, uh, she she uh, was it, Tachia. Um, oh, I ca- don't ca- think I'm gonna ca- remember
1: any of the names. Katia.
0: <laughs> Katia was her name, uh, yeah. and she's basically and the young doctor, the apprentice, is like just he's immediately love struck. He's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. You're so beautiful, S- and then they're excuse riding away. Excuse
1: me, princess.
0: <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. But they're riding away, and he's just like sitting there, like awestruck, and the, the older guy's like, "Ah, in love already, Sunny Jim?" Is that what you're doing? <laughs> But uh, she raises the witch. Raises like her old like apprentice or like servant dude. Uh, you know, whatever. Um mm-hmm. and he uh and notably this is the same actor as the main doctor which is uh, what is it no it's not no it's not I just thought it was they look very similar <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you have uh uh you you, you, have, you, have you you have you have you have Igor you have uh, like <laughs> basically the guy that she was in cahoots with two hundred years ago rises from the dead and. The, the 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 prince that you know, uh, uh Katja's father becomes ill, and basically he is he's he's ill, just kind of randomly. But mm. the task of the servant is to go and fetch the doctor, and he turns him into a vampire by baiting him. So then <laughs> the doctor is let into the house because they've sent for a doctor because you know Katja knows two doctors are staying at the inn. So mm. he shows up. But it's not the 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 guy they sent the 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 boy the stable boy or whoever it was they sent to go get the doctors. He turns up dead later in the lake, and it's the it's the the main doctor was fetched by this evil henchman who's undead, and he comes mm-hmm. in and instead of course of saving the the prince, he he kills him. And when they look upon his dead body later, they find holes in his neck. Which is like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a vampire movie. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) So what's weird, though, is that, like, I don't think the witch herself ever feels like a vampire. Or it feels like she plays by vampire rules. Especially since
1: they seem to be killed by getting stabbed in the eye. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there is definitely, like, some stuff. Like, they seem to have an aversion to crosses. Yes, yes, that's there for sure yeah like i i guess like i mean you could say though like you know if she is a satanic witch maybe just any representation of god uh is gonna do that to her or whatever um but i mean still it's like yeah you can't really help but you know feel vampire and then like uh you know and, and essentially just the idea of yeah like this hundred year old you know corpse basically being brought back to life because blood spilled on it and then uh you know essentially its goal is to kind of drain like life force from you know this woman it's like all right yeah it is w- without saying anything about vampires it is very vampire like but it's a uh, yeah it's a, it's a little strange
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, so i mean they, they,
0: they never use the word vampire though right no no i don't no. think they ever do
1: uh, no i mean i i think they uh, i think they mentioned like witch and stuff but yeah yeah
0: because there are, I think there's definitely alternate titles that have, like, vampire in the title. Mm-hmm. So, uh, clearly, they did, you know, the, the, when they were promoting the movie, they, some territories did use it and acknowledge that yeah. there was vampire stuff in it. But, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, some of the best stuff here, though, is, like, the secret passageway stuff, where, like, there's a, there's mm-hmm. a scene where the henchman and the doctor, who is now like, evil and, like, a vampire... Uh, mm-hmm. They come out of this like secret passageway in the fireplace, and they're just walking out of the darkness. And it's one of those moments where the shot's just so beautiful and like, like eerie, um, mm-hmm. to the point where you know it it almost feels a little bit outdated when we cut to uh, the younger doctor and he's talking about how much he's in love with with Katya and uh, yeah. how bewildered he is by her look because he he obviously like wonders where the old guy, where the older doctor is, and goes to the 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 residence in the morning to try and find him. And they're all confused because the dad's dead, and they can't find the older doctor. He does appear at one point and just kind of acts weird, and then runs off when he when he gets uh, confronted with the cross, uh, <laughs> and kills the dogs on the way out. And he, it's like they don't know where he went. It turns out it's because he he, he snuck in at the secret passageway behind the fireplace, but uh, which they find later and start exploring all the all the caverns and crevices and things behind the walls. It's a whole system. Well, because I think it leads all the way down to the crypt, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure to get all the way down there from the uh, the secret passageways
1: eventually. I think what you what you're uh, what you're getting at here is we need a uh, Black Sunday survival horror game.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm surprised there was no boulders chasing them down the uh, (laughs) the caves. Yeah. No, that's a fun idea. I. Yeah, because uh, the ultimate thing builds up to is that uh, with each death that happens, the uh, skeleton mm. of the the witch is starting to like become more and more alive again, and we see like the flesh coming back. There's actually a really great visual at one point. I think it's after the first murder, or maybe the murder of the uh, the, the prince, where you see like mm. her eyes sort of glow and come back in the in the
1: eye sockets. Mm. It's a really great visual. Yeah. Uh, you know, it actually kind of reminded me of, and I was uh, curious if he might have been inspired by this, but uh, actually reminded me of Hellraiser a little bit. Like, you know, both in terms of like, okay, it's like, you know, a drop of blood that brings it, uh, her back and then... Oh, sure, yeah, I can see Yeah, the idea of it's like slowly regaining its, you know, body and stuff. Uh, of course, when you say he, you mean you
0: mean Clive Barker was inspired by this, not right. that this was inspired by Hellraiser. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which yeah. was 27 <laughs> years later. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I can see what you're talking about, actually. And it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if Clive Barker's a fan. I mean, it seems like... Yeah. It would- be up his alley for sure yeah i get i get that uh so and we have this thing where eventually the young doctor comes down after like wandering the caves and like he has some near falls and and whatnot with the henchmen Mm -hmm. but when they get they get down because because he he sees how to kill one of these things because the uh uh there's the other character who knows what the vampires are and he kind of like they go to the grave of the henchmen and like okay this is how we kill kill one of them and we have to like make sure he's not there. And then he sees him stab him in the eye. So he knows what to do. He knows how to take take one of these things out. And he gets to the the, the, the crypt. And he thinks he's talking to Tath- Katya. But this is actually the witch who's now switched places. And I actually didn't get immediately that Katya was supposed to already be dead. It wasn't until afterwards <laughs> where he was like over with the other guy. And he was kind of like, oh, why did Katya have to die? How will I ever get over this? You met her yesterday, dude. Right? Seriously. <laughs> Ka- calm yourself. But there's a whole thing where, you know, he sees her lying on the on the crypt, on the, on the, you know, on the coffin. And he's like, yeah. okay, I have to kill her and I know how to do it. So I'm going to stab her in the eye with this, right? He like breaks a candlestick <laughs> in half and he's going to do it. But then he sees that she's wearing a crucifix or a cross. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that this is not her, that who he's actually been talking to is the witch. And mm-hmm. he turns around and he's like, oh no, it's you. Issue, mm-hmm. um. So you know, uh. But luckily for him, there's an entire the, the town has formed a lynch mob to come and get her. Mm-hmm. So we actually get her being burned at the stake again at the end. Um, and it's as he's watching this that he's crying his eyes. He's like, "Oh my god, how will I ever get over my love? I fell in love with Katya. <laughs> Katya, my love." That, that's just one of these old movie tropes of like people falling in love and wanting to get married within like twenty four yeah. hours. It just boggles my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming people probably. You know, you have shorter lifespans back then. You don't really have many <laughs> different ways to meet people. You probably moved a little faster, but yeah, still one day seems fast.
0: Yes. Uh, but and of then course, then... as he's saying all this, we see her hands start to move. She's okay. She gets to live. Presumably because the curse of her coming back 200 years later and taking the life force of... Mm. Because they they acknowledge that 100 years ago there was like an earthquake and mm. there was a descendant or her ancestor looked just like her and the witch. So it's almost like every so often there's like a descendant who is supposed to look like her that she can take over. But because they're killing her outside, she gets to come
1: back. So Katya gets to yeah. live. Happily ever after, she... her and young Doctor get to be together. Yeah. She, uh, you know, they ride right off and in, into the sunset and she asks him, uh, hey, uh, when we get home, do you uh, think maybe you want to put in some overtime? What are you referencing? <laughs> <laughs> Another Resident Evil 4 reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- the president's daughter did want to like sleep with Leon. Like that's what she was getting at, right? Yes,
0: but she's the idiot ed- okay. teenager. Leon was the responsible adult who brushed it <laughs> off and said no. I'm too busy flirting with the uh, Honeygan on the
1: comms yeah. <laughs> to to be messing with you, child. Yeah. Um <laughs> As I, uh, you know, I, I'll I'll keep making this joke because I, I think I made it several times when uh, I started playing Resident Evil 4 again. But it it is just so weird to play a game where like you actually want to rescue the president's daughter. <laughs>
0: very good, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> no, um yeah you know it's it's funny like I, I feel bad that we don't have maybe as much to say on black sunday as we do okay. other other <laughs> movies but honestly the, the plot is such a straightforward just kind of back and forth like mm-hmm. uh they're dying kind of one by one and it's bringing the the, the person back to life you know, the the witch is coming back um it's actually quite straightforward and it is a short film but what makes black sunday worth watching is just how gorgeous it is it's the visuals it's all these moments that are, are made purely because by how beautiful it is. The performances mm-hmm. aren't that, you know, they're not terrible or anything, but they're not particularly no. great. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, like, it's a very, you know, <clears throat> it's a, yeah, no, they're, they're good, and, yeah, everything is very, um, pretty straightforward and serviceable. Like, nothing is actually bad. It's just, again, like you said, what elevates it is just this, um, you know, very... Uh, striking beautiful uh visual style that um yeah just you really didn't see you know much of this back then uh one of the things you know we're recording this in october and um yeah, yeah i've been watching a ton of movies and, and one of the things i've been watching is i've been going through um my old like universal box sets and watching a lot of the universal sequels that I, i've never really seen before and you know i i like them they're pretty fun but yeah, they you know they do look kind of cheesy a lot of the times. They look very stagey. Um, Lots of static you know, shots. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, this though it just feels like and and again you know this is a little later than that like that stuff is you know thirties and forties but uh, so obviously you know it's uh, a, a good time later but still it it feels very ahead of its time with just really yeah how gorgeous and striking it looks and uh, again if you like you know, a lot of this very dark, gothic uh, kind of stuff, it, you know, this is like, kind of right up your alley.
0: Yeah, no, it's hauntingly beautiful, and mm-hmm. uh, I would recommend it, and it's, it is so short that it is an easy one to recommend and, and watch, even yeah. if you don't get into by the story, I, I think it's still well worth your time, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. and the story is so forgettable that every time, like, if I watch it again in a couple of years, I'm probably going to have forgotten it, and it'll be like, watch it for the first time again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, and again, it's like not like I mean, you kind of said this already, but it, it's not like it's necessarily bad. like there's nothing about it that is like, oh, that was so stupid. like I, I mean, if anything, maybe it's a, a little amusing that they're doing a lot of vampire stuff but not really saying it. Mm-hmm. but um but no, it, it's it's not bad though like it is good. It's just very <clears throat> kind of boilerplate for I, I guess maybe what you would expect from this. but um I, I do like the the stabbing in the eye thing. it does feel like kind of like one of those weird. Like, mistranslations, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, oh yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't know, uh, hey, maybe Italian vampires, maybe you gotta them through the eye instead of the heart, but,
0: yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so, we'll definitely look at more Bav at some point in the future, I, I think, you know, it's one of those aspects we can sort of dive into. Um, <laughs> it's funny, because we're actually going to have a vampire-themed month, uh, which originally was going to be November, but it will now be January. Uh, Because obviously Mm December is going to be Christmas uh, themed for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I look forward to some proper vampire movies over the month of January. Um, we got some biggies in there. Uh, So so it should be some exciting stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. But as it is, you have this quasi-vampire movie, but it's very beautiful. So I guess we're going to rate it. So uh, Tim, what are you going to give uh, Black Sunday, a.k.a. The Mask of Satan? Uh, I'll
1: give it an 8. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. I you know thoroughly enjoyed watching it uh again you know a lot of that is coming to the you know cinematography uh but i mean hey that's what uh 60 years ago and you know <laughs> still holds up and is really impressive uh by today's standards and um uh, yeah it's uh again there's nothing nothing else about it that's necessarily wrong but it's uh, yeah that's definitely is the the high point of it is the look of it
0: yeah um i I'm going to go with 7.5. I, I I can't quite call it great because I do think the story's just kind of okay, it's fine, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I can't quite call it great, which is typically what I'd say 8 and above represents, but it does have exceptional visuals and it's definitely well worth watching. Uh, absolutely so. Uh, that is Black Sunday, a.k.a. The Mask of Satan. The Mask of Satan is actually the original title, but I think Black Sunday is just the more accepted one because it sounds better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and the and it has like a very uh very cool looking poster too mm. um like it, it's you know very orange with this kind of you know the the witch's face on it but uh like I, I think even before i'd seen this movie i'd recognize that poster which uh i'd yeah you know, seen the same black sunday on it but yeah. i do like masca saying that is a that is a good uh obviously the, the
0: italian poster is quite good too i'm looking at it right now in imdb uh Okay. it's actually the executioner like sort of going to place the mask on or it's like a painted poster uh okay i like good. that yeah,
1: yeah. Cool.
0: uh la mascara del demonio Ooh. or demo demonio it's obviously that's clearly satan in in italian but whatever clearly uh <laughs> clearly don't do you back <laughs> me how dare you uh but there you go that's mask of satan if you made it this far in the review put the word vampire (laughs) into the comments (laughs) um but you can of course uh check out tim's pose for the thumbnail which we're going to do in three two one
1: Uh, i mess up my hair all right
0: Uh, right. (laughs) pose i don't think tim realizes how much harder it is to cut around his head when he's got shaggy hair <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was trying to to mimic the poster as well I was
0: okay okay Um, so yes uh, of course let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below please do Uh, you can like and subscribe like and super important like I said as is patreon.com slash TV. all valid ways to support us Um, you know also rate is, leave us a rating five stars and a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from that's always good uh, of course, catch us on the Twitters at streamsmidnight for updates and funny stuff. And uh, even when Tim's on paternity leave, I imagine he's probably like he's just drop some stupid things on there. Uh, <laughs> it seems like the sort of thing he'll do. Um, mm. So that is uh, that mm. is the, the show. That's has been Screams After Midnight. Uh, so thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Scary Movies, and we will see you next time.